Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever and wherever it is that you're listening to us. We want to thank you in advance. We as fans have always appreciated your input as fellow fans. When you're happy, we're happy. When you're upset, we are too. But sometimes we're just a little bit more honest. We are the Bastards of Boston Baseball. You can find us on Twitter at Bastards underscore Boston. I'm your host, Charlie Smith, coming to you from Providence, Rhode Island. You can find me on Twitter at Smith underscore MLB. Our other two hosts for this show are going to be Terry Cushman and Cody Paulson joining us again. Are you gents ready? Let's do it. Our seatbelts are on. So seatbelts are on. So we're going to do another fun episode. This segment is totally legit or calling the cops. Uh, Terry, we're going to have you lead off. Totally legit or calling the cops. Christian Arroyo will no longer be on the team by July 1st. Totally legit. Um, He's now the all-time leader in Red Sox pulled hamstrings, I'm pretty sure. I don't recall anyone pulling uh, (laughs) quite as many as he has. And you look at a guy like uh, Manuel Valdez, not a guy you really want to take out of the lineup. Uh, Coming into the series, he had hits in eight out of his first 10 games. So, I mean, just... Seems like a very smart hitter, a good situational guy, a guy who has pop. He's had 54 home runs across the minors in the last two years. So that is pretty good. We're going to be getting another guy back that Charlie loves that I hate. I'll let Charlie tell you about him. And um, I just think he's expendable at this point. And there's other guys that are more reliable that you'll have in the lineup, especially over the course of the next couple months. Cody. A player's best ability is availability, and it kills me to say this. I, I don't think Arroyo is going to be on the on the team, so I, le- I guess it leads me to totally legit, right? I might be getting my wires crossed, uh, but I think it's totally legit that he's not going to be on the team by uh, July 1st. Um, you know, he's, he's a great player when he's healthy. You can put him all over the field, which has been great, but we've shown to have a penchant for finding other players that can do that as well. You know, guys that you can bounce around the diamond, and, you know, as, as Terry mentioned, he's kind of become expendable. Um, and it's, you know, it's a player that lost his spot due to injury, which is never something that you want to see. Uh, but Valdez is doing a lot of the same things that Arroyo did when Arroyo first came up. He's just been able to do it um, a little bit more consistently. The only pass that I can see would be, you know, unfortunately, knock on wood, this doesn't happen. Somebody else goes down and Arroyo can be that platoon floater guy, um, you know, that could play a day on here, a day off there, two days in a row here, or so on and so forth, uh, you know, to try to keep him healthy. For me, uh, this is totally legit. And Cody, you absolutely did not get your wires crossed. Uh, Christian Arroyo has gotten everything crossed. Uh, he just can't stay healthy. Nothing is working. I, I don't even know what we're doing with him anymore. You know, I, he, he's not going to be on the team by July 1st, whether it be by injury or the fact that he's been DFA'd. He's not worth anything. I mean, you're you're not even going to get a a bag of popcorn for this guy, and it's unfortunate he has served his purpose. But we are past that at this point. I, I don't think any of us are sitting here really pulling for him anymore. I know Terry at one point was, but that's just not the case anymore. Uh, Terry, anything else you want to add? Uh, you're correct. I've been a big Christian Royal guy, and uh, when healthy, he's. Very valuable and uh, more than adequate as a middle infielder, but there's there's 
other guys that have arrived and and I think that's uh the way that Bloom and Alex Cora will uh will trend. Absolutely. So with that, attention Massachusetts and Connecticut listeners. We have an awesome limited time promo for new DraftKings users. Deposit and place a $5 wager on any sport to get $150 instantly added to your account in bonus bets. Win or lose. All you have to do is use our code BASTARDS at sign up to redeem. Using our code BASTARDS is a great way to support the pod. So if you don't yet have a DraftKings account, do us a solid and sign up with the code BASTARDS and place that first bet. New customers only, 21 plus and physically present in Massachusetts and Connecticut. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-327-5050. Valid one offer per customer. Minimum $5 deposit and $5 wager required. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets and expire seven days after being awarded. See full terms at DraftKings.com. We, you know, it's one of those things where it's not always fun to have totally legit where totally legit are calling the cops regarding players that have at one point been beloved by members of our pod or just the fan faithful. But it's just, I think we're at a point for Arroyo. Uh, Moving into our second one. Totally legit or calling the cops. Cody, we're going to let you lead off with this one. James Paxson will make five or less appearances before being DFA'd. Is that totally legit or are you calling the cops? I mean, you have to call the cops, right? You know, if he said made five or less appearances before going back on the injured list, I might have to say totally legit. Uh, DFA seems to be a bit extreme for a guy that we've gotten um, exactly zero out of uh, however many years he's been on on the team. And I think, uh, you know, this this front office, this organization, this managerial and coaching staff has shown the desire to give players ample opportunities to prove themselves to be legit major league uh, talent or, or players, you know, whether correct or incorrect, that's a different story. Uh, I think they're going to give him more than five opportunities to to kind of figure it out. You know, it, it's not going to be pretty when, when he first comes up. It's been a long time since he's pitched uh, in a major league game, let alone for this organization. So I think he gets more than five, five starts. So I'm calling the cops. So I am going to lean towards totally legit. You look at how pitchers are trending right now. Chris Sale on the up and up. Uh, Corey Kluber, I feel like, has gotten lucky here and there. Uh, Only one strikeout in the recent series. Four walks in his previous start before that. He could have got dinged up a lot worse than he did. Um, But Sale and Paxton not coming out of that rotation. Nick Pavetta will not come out of that rotation. Tanner Houck, Alex Cora said, will stay in the rotation uh, for now. So you're at four there. The only way I see uh, James Paxton staying is if there's some serious regression uh, or maybe not necessarily serious regression, but perhaps the lack of a step forward for Brian Bayo, uh, you know, with the big club. I think Bayo has pitched okay. He's grinded. He certainly has a lot to work on, especially second and third time through the order. But I would be surprised if they send him down. So I don't, I don't think Paxton is going to have a long leash at all. I think, you know, he's gotten roughed up a couple of times. His second to last rehab start was okay. 
Um, his most recent one within the last few days, he only gave up, gave up two earned runs, but walked five. I don't think this is a guy that is, um, gonna, excuse me, fare very well, uh, against major league lineups. And, uh, so I, I would say totally legit. He is gone within five starts. So with this one, I think I'm leaning more towards totally legit, although I will admire Cody's boldness for saying, uh, uh, calling the cops here. I am leaning more along the lines with Terry on this, that the only way that he makes five or more starts is barring a miraculous set of injuries to our starting rotation. There's, there's, there's no way he's taking Hawk's place. He's not going to take Pavetta's place. He's not going to take Bayo's place. The only place that he could potentially take is Corey Kluber. Corey Kluber's two and four with an ERA north of six. So if if we're going to be giving it to anybody, it, it's possibly his spot. You're replacing one guy who's old with someone who's damaged. This is a guy who has a six ERA in AAA. He's two and three in Worcester right now. So uh, we've given him $14 million to not having thrown – after not having thrown one pitch yet. You know, this is someone who's made a lot of money for us. So – we need to see some kind of production from from James Paxton, but good lord! I mean, I really hope he lights it up. But if he doesn't, I, I don't want to waste any more time on Paxton. I don't want to waste another moment if we don't have to. If he gets shelled the first four starts, three starts, that should be enough. We shouldn't have to keep dealing dealing with that and seeing him. Uh, anything else that you want to add, Cody or Terry? Also, I'm pretty convinced that Garrett Whitlock will go to the bullpen, but if they come out and say, no, he's coming back into the rotation, now the pathway to keeping Paxton is uh, even more difficult. Absolutely. Uh, We're going to get into another pitching topic uh, for totally legit or calling the cops. Chris Sale will lead the team with 15 quality starts. Terry, why don't you go first on this one? Um, quickly pull up. How many has Nick Pavetta had? Probably two. Uh, I think Pavetta only had one this year. Does he? Because uh, Sale has, yeah, Sale has three. Uh, I know that Kluber had one. Pavetta had, I think, just one. Yeah, Whitlock, Hauk, Pavetta, Kluber each have one. Chris Sale has three so far in seven starts. I would call the cops on 15. I wouldn't necessarily, I would say possibly totally legit. You know what? I have to call the cops. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm tossing it in my head as we speak. Chris Sale performing well is one thing. Staying healthy, you know, for the rest of the year, um, especially, you know, as you get into late July, August, September, is a totally different thing as well. Um, I just, I'm still not convinced. I I think the rest of the division is probably going to do some damage on him. I think those are going to be his tougher starts. He'll still run into some tough starts, you know, across the American league and perhaps even some interleague. And I'm, I'm just not there yet with Chris sale, but I'll, I'll at least admit for now, I'm trending wrong on my preseason expectations, but I, I just can't get there with him. Cody? 
the the twofold aspect of this question is what gives me pause, right? Uh, so I think I'm gonna have to wait. It's it's lead the team and get 15 quality starts, right? Uh, so the 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 question is, uh, will he lead the team with 15? Will he be the pitcher on the Red Sox staff that has the most, and that being the number 15? Will he get 15 quality starts? So I think he gets 15 quality starts. I don't think he leads the team. So I guess I will then wow. call the cops. Wow. Who's going to lead it? I think we're going to get either a hot streak of, of Pavetta or they're going to give Bayo the opportunity to, to just have more more games on the bump. Um, I, You know, Terry made a great point. The injury history, the the tail end of the season for, for Chris Sale, unfortunately does not prove to be um, – you know, his, his forte or, um, you know, kind of where he shines. He really stacks up a lot of good starts at the beginning of the season, comes out of the gates hot and ends up kind of flaring out there towards the end of the season. Um, you know, I, I, I boldly predicted um, a, a bounce back season for Chris Sale. So I do think he gets two 15 quality stars, but I don't think he leads the team. Wow. I, I love that. I love that take. I love it for, again for its boldness. I I want to go along the lines of that is amazing, and I know I'm not going to have a hotter take than that. So Cody wins, and kudos. Um, I'm going to say this is totally legit. Uh, Chris Sale has thrown a quality start in three of his last four appearances. Uh, I feel that he's gotten a little bit more comfortable with each start. Uh, you know, you're seeing 10 or more strikeouts now in two of the last four before that could not get past six or seven. Um, he just, he's, he's just really with it. The other thing with Chris sale in his last four appearances, three of which were quality starts, no home runs allowed. And that's a stat that I think we sometimes don't really count. We discount it. We kind of forget it. We don't appreciate it. Starting pitcher that doesn't give up a lot of home runs, pretty valuable. And Chris sale right now needs a little bit more, of that good juju to go his way. I think Chris Sale can do it. I think 15 quality starts is is possible. He's only had seven appearances so far, and three are quality. So I think it's totally legit. Anything else that either one of you guys want to add before we move on? I'd love it if it was Bayo that did it. How phenomenal would that be? It would be incredible if that ends up being the case. Uh, all right. Totally legit are calling the cops. Duran and Cassis are the two guys that get sent down when Trevor Story and Adam Duvall return. Cody, why don't you go first on this one? I'm calling the cops here. Um, I think as we go through our takes here, um, I think Cassis is going to be the consensus one that gets sent down. I just don't see how you can get rid of a guy like Duran. Uh, I think they're going to do some fancy uh footwork we'll call it for lack of better terms you know we'll in this scenario theoretically story slides into into short you probably move kike to second send valdez down or move kike to center duval can dh turner can play first um and you know I really don't know how that lineup looks, but you, you can't move Durant at this point. He has been a lightning rod on the base pass. He's played significantly improved defense. His confidence is at an all-time high. He's hitting the ball from pole to pole, all the gaps. Yeah, 
you got to figure out something else to do. You can't get rid of Duran. Now, granted, you know, we're, we're projecting him to continue this over the next 45 games because neither of those players are, are close to returning. But this would be a problem that I think all of us would love to have, right? An embarrassment of riches as we were sitting there in the offseason putting together our full tilt roster. Um, and, you know, Duran obviously wasn't part of that conversation because all we had seen was 2022. And he's played his way to the forefront of that discussion. So um, I'm calling the cops. I don't think Duran gets sent down. Terry. I have to say totally legit. Um, it's complicated because there's so many moving parts here. You know, um, if Casas goes down, then you got tons of flexibility because that opens up the DH spot for whoever you want in there. Um, but. Verdugo staying in, Yoshida staying in. You're just Bloom is just going to have to make a tough decision here on who gets sent down, and unfortunately, I, I think it would have to be Duran and Casas being the odd ones out. Now, if Casas goes off, and Cody, while we were off air, pointed out Casas has a an 18 game. Uh, you know, on base streak, which is crazy because he's had so many offers in terms of hits. But Costas has been on base 18 games in a row that he started. Charlie's dying off camera, by the way. Uh, looks like an allergy attack of some sort, but that's why I'm attacking it with my, you know, fierce takes here. But let me throw this out there just outside the box. We're going to have a need at some point in July. Who's to say a guy like Kike Hernandez doesn't get moved to fill that need? Trevor Story probably back, so he's your middle infielder. I, I, I'm loving Emmanuel Valdez more and more every week. I, I like this guy. I like his approach in the batter's box, and... He needs to work on his defense a little bit, but he hasn't really had any blunders in the last several games. And I think Bloom would love to move a major league ready piece before he moves one of his precious prospects. So you could move a guy like Duvall. He could be the odd man out, and that's how you keep Duran in the lineup. But for now, I think you have to say, due to the flexibility of having options with them, that Casas and Duran are the odd ones out. And and when do you ever remember having this type of depth to make brutal decisions like that? I'm I'm indirectly saying some nice things about Hein Bloom and it's I, I need some mouthwash or something, I feel like. Yeah, it looks uncomfortable coming out of you and I, and I appreciate you with those fiery takes cuz my nose is is dying. I I feel like it's going to fall off. Um I was thinking about the Red Sox possibly shaking it up with maybe sending somebody like Kike Hernandez off to complete a deal to get a piece that we're in need. Duran and Cassis are the two guys sent down when Storing Duvall returned. Cassis is a go. That that's yes, that's happening. Done. No question. With Jaron Duran, it's gonna be very, very difficult to send him down with how he's hitting right now. 
who's to say that in the next month he doesn't go into like a four for 51 slump with I'm sure three doubles out of those four hits being, you know, extra bases. We're saying this right now because of what we're seeing right now. I I don't want to lock it in and say that Jaron Durant is going to be a a, a for sure guy to be sent down. Maybe he does. Maybe he he starts doubling down and, and doing even more damage. Kike Hernandez or maybe Justin Turner or maybe someone's calling about somebody else that we have and we can package one of those names in there to try to make use of of that extra spot to keep Jaron Duran here. I don't know how many spot or how many more times we're going to be able to return uh, Jaron Duran. How many op- how many more options these guys all have? Duran Valdez, you know, Arroyo getting sent off that clears up one spot. Maybe that helps us there. Um, I- I'm really struggling on this one, but right now I would say I'm calling the cops because I. I don't know if the Red Sox are going to be able to break what isn't broken right now. Do not fix something that is not broken. I think Cody really, really did well on on talking about that. If we're winning games, why should we change anything that we're doing? Keep the players that are doing well here. And then the ones that aren't, we will do our best to get you back in. Jaron Duran starts to slip and starts to slide and starts striking out three times a game, two times a game, no more hits, getting caught stealing, making dumb plays in the field. Then all for it. Send him back to AAA and be done with it. But right now it's going to be very hard to do that. I I think, Terry, to your point, there's a possibility that if a team comes calling and we're able to send somebody, you know, as as painful as it would be to see Kike Arenitas wear another jersey, he's not getting any younger and he hasn't been doing that great so far in 2023. So I, I would say right now, call him the cops on this one. Uh, anything else that you, uh, Terry? Yeah, just real quick. I mean, who's to say Trevor's story is even productive right away? Not having a spring training, not being ramped up, you know, the way you would like to see a player ramped up. He he wasn't lighting the world on fire last year. And you've got a guy named Emmanuel Valdez who sort of is lighting it up right now. You know, he's extremely productive in that lineup and really fits with the mentality of just put the ball in play, keep the line moving. So I I just, I think Trevor Story could be a net negative when he comes back. I'm I'm more optimistic, you know, in 2024 forward, he'll have three or four more years left on that deal. But um, I'm just saying, I, I, he could be a momentum killer you know, in in that middle infield. All right, right on. This is going to be an interesting one because I, I think of the, the takes, that's going to be one to monitor in the next, you know, couple of months to see like what happens. Uh, and even the next couple of weeks to see if people start to slump because then that decision becomes a little bit easier for for the Red Sox on who who's going to have to go, unfortunately, which is going to bring us to our last totally legit or calling the cops take for this evening. Will Hauk throw more innings than Bayo this season? Terry, totally legit. Or are you calling the cops? Oh, uh, that is a tough one. Um, I had their numbers up. What makes it tough is Tanner Hauk going to a stay healthy and B, is he going to stay in the rotation? 
those are two, you know, those are two questions that that kind of complicate this. Because you know Bayo staying in the rotation. With him, the question is, will he stay up to log those innings? And I think he will. So I'm uncomfortable with it, but I'm going to say that that's totally legit. Or excuse me, it's Hulk pitching more than Bayo. So I'm going to call the cops. My bad. I think Bayo pitches the most innings. Cody? Yeah, I got to stay consistent here. So I got to call the cops as well. Um, I think Bayo is going to throw more innings. I know Hulk got a head start by being able to pitch, uh, you know, pretty much as a lineup card came out of spring training. Bayo missed a little bit of that time. And even if Hulk was to move to the to the bullpen, you know, he's only going to pitch two to two to three days in a row at most. And they're going to be one, maybe two innings at a time. They're not going to be every fifth day, hopefully five to six innings. Cause you know, I did say I thought Bayo would leave the team in quality starts. So I can't, I can't say that on one side of the coin and then turn around and say, you know, how it's going to get them in, in totals innings pitched. Um, yeah. I, there's just a clearer path. They're more comfortable with letting Bayo go out there and, and ride and, and kind of eat some innings. And they are with how they kind of pull him out quickly, especially as he struggles with that third time in the rotation or third time through the lineup, excuse me. Uh, so Bayo to me is going to pitch more innings than help this season. I think that's three in a row. Uh, I think that Bayo's going to end up pitching a little bit more than Hauk in the starting rotation. Uh, I think Hauk will still keep a spot, but I think that Bayo is going to end up being that guy. If there's one of those two names that's either going to not be in the rotation and move to the bullpen or not be here, it's it's going to be it's going to be Hauk. I, I I don't think Bayo is going anywhere. Three years younger, has a higher ceiling. I think everybody's really excited to see what Bayo can do. It's time. It's time to see how far we can stretch out Bayo. Uh, it, it's just not going to happen. It, it's uh, it's calling the cops. Hauk is not going to throw more than Bayo. I think we're all lined on that. Uh, anything else that either one of you gents want to add? Right on. Well, that is going to wrap it for us here tonight. I want to thank you two gentlemen, Terry and Cody, for joining me for another fun episode of Totally Legit or Calling the Cops. We want to thank all of our loyal listeners and to our first-time listeners as well. We appreciate all of you. And whether you are listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, we thank you. We appreciate you. Definitely for uh, definitely remember to subscribe if you haven't already. And to everybody here, have a great night. And take care. <laughs>